is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How's everybody doing? It's Wednesday. 45 days until the start of the college football season, but who's counting? Straight up, 12 o'clock here in the Ticket Radio Network studio, and we've got a couple of hours to kill. Here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on the ticket. Of course, we're coming at you from multiple different places on your radio dial as well as online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you would like to shout at us today, easy enough, 930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also shout at us on social, Facebook.com. Slash the ticket radio and on Twitter, Kara underscore Richie. You can find today's KavanaughCars.com question by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio by Keith Merritt for hour one. Good afternoon. And of course, uh, producer Kate Carlton is here as well. Good afternoon. So uh, this is it. This is who you're stuck with today and should be a okay two hours ahead. I'm, I'm setting the bar today at okay because this is the worst day on the sports calendar. There is, the the day after the All-Star game is just a dead zone. So today is just just powering through, and that's that's pretty much it. But uh, that's the case I can I can tell you something that's happening this afternoon that after I'm away from here, I will be watching. Women's Euros 2022 starts the quarterfinal round. England versus Spain. What sport is this? Soccer. Okay. <laughs> Women's like, soccer. I don't even know what sport this is. Uh, I will not be watching any sports today because, unfortunately, that, that does not grab my attention. So I'm going to sit at home on a couch and pout about it. Okay. Maybe play fetch with the dog or whatever. Uh, let's look at some headlines here uh, before we continue on with my whining, which we'll have plenty of later on today. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt homered in his lone all-star game at bat last night while Ron, Ryan Helsley Pitched a scoreless frame, but the Cardinals' contribution's not enough. The American League topped the National League 3-2 to at Dodger Stadium. Giancarlo Stanton named the MVP of the game. Meanwhile, today, uh, in today's news, a Red Wolf has been named to a watch list. That's right, watch list season started on Monday. Today, Johnny Lang Jr. named to the Doak Walker Award watch list. Uh, that, of course, is an award given annually to the nation's top college running back. They put a lot of guys on this award, 74 players, but good to see Johnny Lang Jr. get that early preseason recognition. Uh, other headlines, uh, just looking around, Arkansas's K.J. Jefferson yesterday was named to the preseason watch list for the Davy O'Brien Award. That goes to the nation's best QB. That watch list also included another fil- familiar name in uh, former Earl standout, and current USF quarterback Gary Bohannon. So, uh, Davey O'Brien yesterday, Doak Walker today. We'll look at the slate for the rest of the week. Also, of course, today, Arkansas uh, blessing the mic at SEC Media Day. So, we'll look through later on today and uh, give you some notes and quotes from Sam Pittman 
Uh, I'll give you a heads up right now. The most fascinating quotes I saw for him uh, from him regarded his summer concerts that he went and attended, but he did talk football today too. So we'll get into Look, that. The concerts were. Sam's got good taste. Sam does have good taste here. He talked earlier about uh, you know he he mentioned that on his walking route he was a big Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac guy. Yeah. So we we get along on that level. And then this summer he went and saw Elton John. Kenny Chesney, Miranda Lambert, and ZZ Top. He was also at the Garth Brooks show in April. Okay, not surprised by that at all. Yeah, because it was like a high a higher figure walked in when Sam Pittman arrived. Yeah. Everyone turned and looked, and it was like, oh, it's <laughs> Sam Pittman. I would I would hang out with uh, Sam Pittman on his summer concert tour. Yes, that's a good slate. That is uh, not what we're going to spend all day talking about, no. though. Um, although it will come up later again because, again, no sports today. So we're going to talk about everything. As far as today's CavanaughCars.com question, I do want to shine the spotlight on Arkansas State football. I want to know what player or position group you think is going to be the most improved for this team in 2022. I think it was about a month ago we asked you what group you thought would be the best. This doesn't necessarily have to be the best group. Just the group that's going to show the most improvement from last season. I feel like there are many, many options here because, to be honest, there's probably not a single position group on the field where improvement isn't possible and improvement isn't needed. The one exception to that is is maybe the return game. You would you would take improvement there, but that that's a pretty high bar last year. Yeah. That, was a, that was a good unit uh, last year. Special teams all in all and from, from top to bottom was probably the best performing unit uh, for Arkansas State football, so if you if you sit that aside, there there is room for improvement everywhere. everywhere. Certainly, uh, at all three levels of the defense, which had a tough year. Certainly, at uh, really any spot on on offense, which started out the season okay, but kind of sputtered to the end of the year. Uh, really, you can look up and down that roster and. Pick a position group, and uh, before the day is over, I might make a, a case for every single grouping on that field, and maybe you a could. few individual players as well. Talk myself into it. Talk myself into every single group on the field being improved. That'd be that'd be nice. That would lead to more than a two win season. Yeah, you, you're not the only one that's looking for improvement across the board in every single position <laughs> yeah. group. Uh, in terms of what is going on tonight, if you're just determined to watch something on TV, it is the ESPYs. I don't watch the ESPYs. They drive me nuts. That being said, one thing I do like to to revisit, it's always kind of a good time to go back and watch Jimmy V's speech. And while I won't watch it tonight because there's pre- pretty much a 100% chance it might make me cry, Dickie V is going to get the Jimmy V award. So I would just, uh, if you plan on watching that tonight, Get the Kleenex ready. Yeah, yeah. There is there is a 100% that Dick Vitale is going to cry. Yes, 100. A 100% that numerous people in the studio audience are going to cry. And unless you have a heart of stone, you jerk, you are probably <laughs> going to tear up as well. So just mentally prepare yourself for that tonight if you're watching all the other stuff that, that goes along with the ESPYs. That's going to come up at some point in time, and it's going to be... It's going to get you in your feelings, so I just thought I'd, I'd let you guys know. Uh, but I tell you what, we've thrown out the question, we've thrown out some topics. Let's start diving into this question, and 
Uh, also, uh, some Johnny Lang news, and we'll do that when we come back. Our phone lines will be open during the break, 9303776. What player position group is going to be the most improved for A-State football this season? You can think about it during the break. We'll be back after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. When your stomach is growling and only the best barbecue will silence it, it's time for a trip to Shady Nook Smokers Barbecue on Parker Road between Vedcare and Cobra House in Jonesboro. Ryan at Shady Nook uses only the highest quality meats, slow smoke to melt in your mouth perfection. So tender and juicy, it's exactly what your stomach wants. When only the best barbecue will do, it's time for Shady Nook Smokers Barbecue on Parker Road between Vetcare and Culber House. Look for the barbecue flags. If you need new tires for that summer road trip, think local tire and wheel. And if you need new tires just to get around town, think local tire and wheel. Where they now offer six months, same as cash. Plus easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, local tire and wheel. And yes, it's hot outside, but the hottest deals on tires and wheels are inside local tire and wheel. This month, $5 gets you started on select in-stock tires at local tire and wheel. And let's be real. Tires are something that most of us don't budget for, and Local Tire and Wheel knows that. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. And don't forget their crazy deals on wheels that'll transform your vehicle from factory stock to a ride that rocks. Plus, $5 gets you started. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Evolve Bank and Trust is now bringing full-service banking to Jonesboro. To celebrate, we're offering you $200 extra. Just open a new checking account with Evolve. Have at least two qualifying direct deposits of $500 or more within 90 days. Then we'll deposit $200 extra into your account. It's just that easy. Open a new Evolve checking account and receive an extra $200 in your account, plus free checks for a year. Restrictions apply. Visit getevolved.com slash special promotion for more details. Or come in and see us at 111 East Huntington Avenue, Suite A. Or call us at 870-933-2480. That's 870-933-2480. Evolve Bank and Trust. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm en Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford in Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. 
So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, EACC's fall registration is underway now, so register today. You'll find the fall semester schedule of classes online at eacc.edu under the course schedule link. Students have the options of on-campus, online, and blended classes for the fall semester. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtually. EACC campuses in Forest City and Wynn are open for registration Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Call 870-633-4480 or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. Choose EACC where you'll find more support, a better experience, and lower tuition. Register soon. Fall classes begin Monday, August 22nd. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. I'm gonna find Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Kate. Hanging out with you today on a Wednesday. A heads up. Uh, a lot of times on Wednesdays, we'll throw an A-State spotlight at you at 1230. Brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. I did not throw out a name at the top of the show today because I did not book a guest. I apologize. Uh, you know, Obviously, we're going to continue to get into more and more A-State talk as we get closer to the start of these numerous seasons. We mentioned A-State football, of course, is 45 days away, but we'll be gearing up for some volleyball and some soccer in no time as well and then you'll also have cross country in the fall so we'll have plenty to keep us busy uh, soon enough as we catch up with all of those coaches and start previewing some some 22 seasons uh just sooner rather than later in august yeah also uh coming up next week of course we'll be talking not just a-state football but sunbelt football in general for sunbelt media days that's tuesday July the 26th and Wednesday, July the 27th. Uh, our broadcast schedule that day is actually going to go 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. live from New Orleans. So you'll actually hear from Brad Bobo and Matt Stoltz first thing in the morning and then RWRC Radio and, and we'll close out the day here on the Workday Red Zone before sending it back to, to Jonesboro and, and the setup. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we don't have a guest schedule yet that'll probably we'll probably find out about that monday, monday or, tuesday, or tuesday but yeah. of course uh, the goal is to talk to over the course of those two days as many head coaches as many players as many key officials bowl representatives wh- what have you over the course of those two days so everybody is as ready as they possibly can be for the there's start more of the to season. talk about this year there is there is uh i'm look i'm excited uh not just not just for the the on air parts of the conversation, but just to I, I do I feel like the Sun Belt has a a neat little media family. There's there's so many kind people that I've reached out to over the years on social media about you know doing a game preview and reaching out about questions about the roster or sending somebody a message about pronunciation or something. And of course, over the years I've gotten to know the the other. Sunbelt members, I feel like, fairly well, but these four newcomers, 
also i just i need some tutorials on old madison old madison on old dominion and james madison see yeah. i don't even know the names of the school i'm just <laughs> trying to throw them together as, as one new member so i need i need there some help there members. yeah i need some help there and i i need to know uh what's expected for these teams coming up uh, i am certainly excited but trying to figure out how how good these schools are going to be as they they come into the league is is a really good question I will be fascinated to see what the Sunbelt poll uh, looks like that'll come out. I, I don't know if they'll do that on Monday or Tuesday, which I, I say that coaches don't put a lot of thought into these things. They no, tip, it's a dartboard. They go back most of the time and look at what teams did the previous season. But again, since you have four new teams entering the league, these coaches might have to look just a little bit more in depth because you don't have that comparison. Yes, they're going to look at the team's overall records and – uh, how they fared in, in Conference USA or the CAA, they might look a little bit at the roster. They're still not going to overthink it. But no. I am curious what the preseason pecking order will be like in the league. Um, you don't have to go back that far. When A-State was picked to win this thing, I think 2018 maybe, one of the most recent years in Arkansas State was a preseason favorite. Now they did not uh, end up being the postseason favorite. They didn't win the league that year. And uh, have not been close to the top spot in the league in the year since. And there's going to be significant work to do to be able to get A-State back in that conversation. But but that will start this year. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question. What player or position group is going to be the most improved for A-State football in 2022? And we'll go ahead and start with uh, you know throwing out in terms of position groups. You know, another guy who is in the news today, and that's Johnny Lang and, and possibly the running backs. Now, obviously, anything on the offensive side of the ball, you can't have significant improvement there without improvement at offensive line. That's where it starts. But we're going to table the O-line conversation for just a moment and just talk about running backs. I was a, I was a little bit surprised to see um, Johnny Lang's name end up on this list which again they put they put a lot of guys on there and not in regards to Johnny Lang's individual talent he's a good running back but just in regards to the fact that this was not exactly a a powerhouse of a run game last year for Arkansas State period Uh, just a refresher on the stats a state averaged about 82 and a half yards per game last year on the ground uh, that was the third fewest in college football, and nobody in the country had fewer rushing touchdowns than the Red Wolves with four. So Johnny Lang did not get into the end zone last year as a running back. He did get in there as a punt returner, but not as a running back. Um, so just, it's... <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my head around what could potentially be reasonable expectations of the running back room this year. Because you don't have to go out and be like Air Force or Army in terms of yardage. No, you're not going to be because you, <laughs> yeah. you're not, not going to run. But you don't. You that don't have stuff. to. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You just have to do significantly. You just have to do better than 82 yards a game. Yeah. Can you get to? 125 can you get to 150 yards a game which would put you about 
average income. That, that's average. That's kind of, if you're looking at like mean, median, mode, whatever different averages you want to throw out, that's smack in the middle, 150 yards per game on the ground. If A-State could get there, then... Obviously, that's improvement. Yeah. I mean, that's significant improvement. I mean, you're talking about from a percentage increase alone, you're talking about an increase of like 85%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the thing is, what do you want to do offensively? Mm-hmm. What is your concept? And what do you feel like you have to do offensively? If you're down a couple scores early, well, you're not going to run the ball as much because you need to catch up. Mm-hmm. How do you catch up quickly? You throw. Now, I'm not saying that Butch Jones' concept is throw all the time. But I suspect that they threw more than the concept would call for yeah. last year because they were trailing quite a bit. A lot. And sometimes by big margins. Yeah. And yeah, you're trying to win the game, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw the ball. Some coaches their concept is throw the ball. Yeah. There are air raid offenses across the country where the concept is we're going to throw it. Yeah, we have some short passes that essentially act as running plays, but just snapping it to the quarterback and handing it off don't do much of that. I was looking here. I was curious if there was a game-by-game list of Arkansas State rushing performances because, of course, you know, you get to the beginning of of the season, you had um, some not competitive games. Obviously, that game against Washington was was awful. Um, The game against Georgia Southern was highly unpleasant, as was the one against Coastal Carolina. But, you know, the back half of that season, most of those games were, were close and competitive. Um, was A-State able to run the ball any better in the second half of the season? And honestly, from a, a game-by-game perspective, I, I don't 100% remember. I feel like I watched for the bulk of a season a run game that was uh, stuck in neutral more often than not. But I do have, have the numbers here, and the numbers don't really... They don't sing out. No, they don't. They don't sing out necessarily one game improvement in in the back half of the season it's just it what they sing out from beginning to end is a complete lack of of consistency is what they what they sing out when you go from 81 rush yards at at Georgia Southern to 18 against Coastal Carolina who of course was very good but then you are able to run it against for 113 against the Raging Cajuns you follow that up uh, the next game with just 38 rush yards against South Alabama. A few games later, you almost cracked the century mark against ULM, only to be held to negative yardage of the game after that against Georgia State, and then finishing the season with one of the best rushing performances of the year against, against Texas State. So obviously this is very opponent-dependent, but there were a couple of glimmers of okayness in terms of being able to run well against the raging Cajuns, but just it, it just game by game it just screams inconsistency more than that. You know, a 
an ideal item on the checklist is always to be in a situation where everybody in the stadium knows you're going to run it and you do run it and you're successful. And, yeah, and you get what you need. But I don't know if I'm even putting that on my, my wish list because that's, that's a high bar. It can be. And A-State hasn't been able to do that in probably about five years now. But just having some improvement there, statistically, uh, success rate-wise, I mean, that would be that would be amazing. Uh, looking at the running back room, you know, obviously Johnny Lang is, is a guy we're familiar with. Uh, I cannot wait to hopefully see a healthy Marcel Murray. I'll bet Marcel feels the same. <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. I bet he does. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, but... The uh, I got my got the trusty old Phil still here, and the projected starting lineups here are illuminating. And I know people are going to be like, "Oh, it's Phil still." His depth charts are fairly accurate, assuming nobody on the depth chart is transferred in or out of the program since the magazine yeah, went since to print. But he, the reason these are accurate is because more often than not, he spends a significant amount of time talking with every single head coach in the country. So it's not like he's just pulling names out of his behind based on last year's statistics and what somebody did at some previous school two schools ago. I mean, he talks to the coaches and gets this information. It is, to me, it is a valuable resource in terms of lineups. Now, I don't always know about projections or rankings or things like that. In fact, a lot of times I don't even necessarily look at those. But normally, so much of that is by guess yeah. and by golly. Normally, I use it more for a tool with other schools. You know, again, I don't I don't know much about the old Madison Thundering Eagles. Thank you to Mr. A on Twitter <laughs> for that one. So I need to look at those depth charts in detail over the next week. But uh, I, I will tell you. That sounds like a band I went and saw. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you that for those of you that were on the, the fence about picking up one of these mags, the uh, the A-State projected starting lineups and the players that are included and sometimes not included on this list where he's actually got a starters and a two-deep and a three-deep and at some positions even a four-deep, it, uh, it is illuminating. And before I can throw out much more of a teaser than that, I need to double-check with some A-State people about what this roster looks like right now. Because there are names I did not realize that were with the A-State program that are, that are on this list and are projected to contribute significant time. And there are names that I know we've mentioned on this show expected to contribute heavily. That, that are, are not on that list. Not on this list. So I want to get some verification about this A-State yeah, roster and we'll follow up on this later on this week. Uh, not to bag on Phil at all. Yeah. Uh, what he does, he does very well indeed. But he is a victim of print runs. You know, when you've got you've got a magazine, an actual physical magazine in your hand and things continue to change, you know, with the transfer portal and the near constant movement of student-athletes from yeah. one program to another. You know, okay, we, he's talked to coach so-and-so and says, this guy, this guy, this guy are going to help us. And then two of them jump into the portal after the magazine's printed. Well, you can't go get that back. Yeah. 
you know, you can you can do that on the, on the interwebs, but this is an actual printed magazine. It looks like uh, the last time, or at least when they had their their big conversation, you know, Phil Steele always tweets out a public thank you to every coach or a football professional, whether it's a, an SID or an assistant or whoever he touches base with. He he tweets out a public thank you to that particular person. He said he touched base with Butch Jones uh, for over an hour back on May 10th, 2021. Now, again, there's been some incoming players since then. There's been some outgoing players since then. And I would guess, based on some of, of these names, that, you know, there has been at least an update for Phil Still from Butch or from someone at A-State football since May 10th. But, again, it's just uh, it's an interesting projected starting lineup and after we get uh, some more clarification on it we'll go over that in a little bit more detail which I know is just kind of an, an awful tease but but it is what it is look worst case scenario we'll find out all about this roster next Wednesday because yeah. that will be uh, the West day at Sunbelt Media Day we'll hear uh, from Butch Jones multiple times whether that's on this show or whether that's on on the drive or whether that's on RWRC radio or whether that's his comments uh, that he makes when he's on the podium or with another media entity or whatever, we'll, be, we'll, we'll know every last detail about this team coming up in about a week. So uh, we will continue to look at that, though. Again, in the meantime, though, uh, the KavanaughCars.com question, what player or position group is going to be the most improved for A-State football in 2022 we'll hit pause here and uh, of course we'll come back and i think it's probably time to dive into a little bit of all-star game talk some cardinals had some good performances and and miles didn't pitch and i'm fine with that (laughs) as a cardinals fan i'm fine with miles michaelis not pitching in the all-star game more on the he got to go yeah more on the cardinals contingent and uh how the game unfolded right after this on the ticket Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, farmers. WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment. Let's get it done. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye Can I Ride With You guy and hello Sweet Ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. 
Call Central Chevrolet today and schedule your service appointment. Don't keep putting it off. Central Chevrolet's service department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Chevrolet. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Chevrolet. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service today on Stadium in Jonesboro or online at centralchevrolet.com. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan. It's time to take a look at your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. September corn at 593 and three quarters, down three. December down six at 589 and a quarter. August soybeans at 1453 and a quarter, down 24. September down 20 and a half at 1355. September wheat at 815, up two and three quarters. December also up two and three quarters at 830 and three quarters. October cotton at 141, up 21. December up 109 at 9347. September rice at 1690. Down 22. November down 18 at 1720. In the livestock complex, August live cattle at 136 up 28. October up 40 at 141.50. August feeder cattle at 178.70 down 5. September down 10 at 181.70. And August lean hogs at 114.40 up 148. October up 110 at 95.60. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table? Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night? Hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to a hungry family. Or a war veteran who's having, having a hard, hard time landing, landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade with you. Hitting pause on our A-State update today. We'll... Follow back up on that soon enough. It is brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Of course, we 
talked a little A-State with you in the previous segment. Our KavanaughCars.com question is A-State related, A-State football related, asking you today what player position group is going to be the most improved uh, this year. The popular answer so far in the clubhouse is linebackers. TJ, Mr. A, and Jeremy uh, all throw that answer out there. And we've talked uh, a few different times, I think, over the past month or so about how that unit does look like it might have depth this year which is something a little bit true for a couple of years yeah there's been there's been talent at that there's been individual talent at that position maybe a couple of guys at that position that have been that have been great over the past few years but I don't know if if there has been actual depth at that position since DeMario Davis was here so that's uh that's been a minute as he is now entering his second decade in the NFL. <laughs> yeah you can talk about Justin Rice but yeah he was one guy yeah yeah there's been several different you know one guy yeah, you know, he made Kyle, a lot of tackles Kyle Wilson phenomenal yeah uh gosh uh and Kyle Lee. Wilson's still phenomenal yeah Q Lee of course phenomenal but it was just when those guys played for the most part it was it was them or maybe one other guy you didn't after after the the first guy on that depth chart it got it got thin quick. it got thin thin quick and and again this year there there might be depth at that at that position which is going to be fascinating to watch for a state football uh turning our attention to last night uh different place same story uh the, <laughs> the al wins again so it's nine in a row now for the American League, it was a three to two. For the most part, it was a pitching showcase uh, throughout the course of the night. But you had one bad inning by Shane McClanahan. You had one bad inning, or maybe even just a couple of bad pitches from Tony Gonsolin, and that was it. That decided the whole thing. And in recent years, the All Star Game is. One of the starting pitchers will give up a bomb, maybe two. And that's the only way they can score. Yeah. You're talking about the best hitters on the face of the planet. And you're talking about these pitchers, whether they're starters or whether they're relievers. They're coming in for an inning. Two tops. but And usually the second inning is maybe for the starting all-star game pitcher. Mm. So all these guys are amped up, and they don't have to leave anything in the tank. And Ryan Helsley threw the ball 103 miles an hour. Good luck. Get them on, get them over, get them in. Doesn't work in the all-star game anymore. No, the the players struck out, the batter struck out uh, 22 whiffs combined in that game last night to just 13 hits and five walks and a couple of hit batters but it was and uh, these are the best hitters on yeah. the planet yeah uh, but they didn't do very much at all last night against what was even better pitchers and better pitching performances I was I was obviously very happy for Paul Goldschmidt who should be getting more talk around his MVP case just in general but I was glad to see him do something on a big, bright, shiny national stage last night because he's just so... I don't know a better way to phrase it. Paul Goldschmidt is boring. He, he, he is. He's, Under, he's, undersold. He's boring in his greatness. 
He is always good at everything. He is a great defensive player. He is a great hitter. He is a great teammate. He is a great leader. And every once in a while when somebody is just that good across the board at everything, it just, it, I don't know how to describe it, but it kind of ends up in the background. And that's what's going on right now with, with Paul Goldschmidt. He's just so unassuming and so routine, and he's not a guy who shows a lot he's of emotion. He's not a No. So because of that, I don't feel like he's in the conversation at the volume that he should be at, like a guy like maybe Mookie Betts is or some of the other players that had really, really good first halves and uh, maybe play for teams that have a little bit of a better record. But I, I, that, I, I did see, you know, it made me happy last night to see Goldie trending and to hear the other players on, on those two rosters talk about what an awesome player and teammate and, and all of that that he was. I, I enjoyed seeing that moment. Of course, I would have enjoyed seeing it a little bit more if he'd had more than one at bat, but that's just kind of the way that, it works. That's the all-star game. My, I guess my one beef about this is is there is so much, I don't want to say pressure, but there's there's all of these social media posts and reminders and app notifications and all of this for fans to vote and vote and vote and vote and vote and vote and vote, and vote on the all-star starters, and then we see them once. Let him get two ABs. Not everybody has to play. It's not T-ball. I mean, just let... The, 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 give him a couple of at-bats. Give him, of give at him bats. two at-bats. Yeah. Two at-bats. Give everybody, the starters two at-bats. Not everybody has to, to get in there. It's been a million years, it feels like, since somebody has taken... What, like three ABs? Well, I say that. Acuna was actually in the game for three last night. He played a good chunk of it. But, uh, again, I, I'm... I would have liked to have seen Goldschmidt get that opportunity. Is he? Well, and part of the problem was there were a Google Plex of first basemen yeah. on the National League team. Yeah, Freddie. I mean, you knew Freeman was going to come in because it's there at Dodger Stadium. You got to have Freeman's got to make an appearance. That was that was a no. You want Pete Alonso to make an appearance? Yeah. I don't know. Alonso was out there plenty the night before. He already had his moment in the spotlight. He would have been fine sitting on the bench. I don't think I don't think Polar Bear would have been fine with it. Well, but, he he wouldn't have been, but I think I mean again he he I would have been. Let me only speak for myself okay. here. I would have been fine seeing Alonzo on the bench because again he has been such a huge part of the Midsummer Classic over the last three years that it's been held due to his performances the in the Home Run, run derby. derby. So he's he gets his headlines regardless of whether or not he plays in the game. I loved the idea of. The home run derby tiebreaker mm-hmm. at the end of the All Star game. I was really hoping they'd be tied after nine because I didn't want to see the zombie runner yeah. in the tenth inning. Nobody wants to see a tenth inning in the All Star game. I had mixed feelings about that. I thought I I liked the idea in theory. I only would have liked it in reality had that game started at six instead of seven because by the time it's ten thirty, that's an argument. I'm, yeah. I'm personally ready to be done with with my night. So I had I had real mixed feelings about whether or not I was trying to cheer the NL on to a comeback victory there in the ninth or not. But uh, we almost saw an immaculate inning to end that game last night. Yeah. As uh, the AL reliever, just uh, he had he threw a ball that otherwise straight out of the side in a a very pre- great performance. But uh, again, just a ton a ton of of performances. Back to Goldschmidt for a moment. Uh, that would have been more than just a solo shot if we had not seen Andres Jimenez make 
one of my favorite plays of, of recent All-Star Game memory. Where, of course, uh, the batter at the plate hits that one up the middle and it takes a wicked high hop off of the mound. But Jimenez is, is able to get it and do a, a really nifty little behind-the-back flip to Anderson. And Anderson's throw was all kinds of wonky, but, you know, when you're playing with another all-star at first base, able, catch to, able to catch it and, and get the out. Uh, if not, again, that probably that could have been a two-run two shot run for shot. Goldie. Uh, heck, if it had gotten in the middle, it could have been three-run shot. If it had gotten away from Jimenez, but... but uh, That didn't happen. Yeah. It is what it is. As mentioned, Helsley uh, threw a clean, well, not a clean frame, but he threw a uh, scoreless frame and threw a couple of different pitches that were straight gas, had a couple that went up to 103. And so he performed well. Albert did get in the game. Uh, it was a fly out, I think, for Albert. Yeah. When he got in, uh, had just his, his one at bat, and we did not see Miles Michaelis. Of course, Nolan Arenado uh, did not make the trip as he removed himself from the team due to dealing with some back injury at the end of the day as mentioned stanton the mvp he was the only guy who drove in multiple runs so that's an obvious pick yeah there is uh there's a really cool picture today um that you can find out there of the exact moment that stanton makes contact with with the ball that he hits out and it's just kind of fascinating to see one because obviously he's he's not looking at the ball at all i mean you can't. You can't. Players players at, at the plate have to decide whether or not they're going to swing 20, 30 feet before the ball is even crossed. So you're not even looking at the ball at that point in time. So it's it's fascinating to see where his eyes are aligned, where his body is aligned. But then the crazy thing that just shows off the insane power and hat tips to the photographer, but it's, it is at the exact moment where that ball makes contact with the bat. And the ball is just completely smushed in. Yeah, it's deformed. It's it's completely deformed right there where it's making contact, and it just uh, it it shows off just the incredible power. It's it's really cool. Go find that photo. Uh, it's neat. But I tell you what, uh, you can go look for it after the break because we need to take one, and uh, we'll revisit, uh, come back, and follow up on this conversation right after this on the ticket. Enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the Ticket Radio Network. Come above the noise over the years major league baseball has caught a lot of flack for being uninteresting and if we're being honest most of those claims aren't that far off but last night's all-star game was a little different despite the american league winning the event for the ninth consecutive year the all-star game was a lot of fun game featured superstar talent on both sides players were mic'd up had some home runs and the league allowed some aging stars like albert pujols and miguel cabrera to participate competing with the nfl or nba is a tall task for baseball in today day and age, sports fans are attracted to action, and baseball doesn't have as much action as basketball or football. And the games take significantly longer to finish, or at least it feels that way. That's caused baseball to fall behind. But if last night is any indication of where the sport is going, there could be hope for baseball. Because although the league is often criticized for being stuck in the past, it looks like Major League Baseball may finally be learning how to attract a new audience, a younger one. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. 
Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations to apply. It gets harder to lose weight as we get older. And if you're trying to get fit this summer, get M-Drive Boost and Burn. Burn fat, boost energy, and it supports healthy testosterone. M-Drive Boost and Burn. Clinically tested ingredients support weight reduction, testosterone, and lean muscle. Try M-Drive's exclusive deal for my listeners. Get your first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn for just $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. First two weeks, five bucks. mdrivedan.com. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. For the first time in history, the FedEx St. Jude Championship will kick off the FedEx Cup playoffs this August. Bring the whole family out to TPC Southwind, August 10th through 14th, to watch the PGA Tour's best try to make it through Memphis. Enjoy a variety of family-friendly activities throughout the course, food from local restaurant favorites, and more. Daily grounds and upgraded tickets are available now at FedExChampionship.com. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? Book that river trip. Find that cabin with a view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. For a change of scenery, take a short drive into the Ozark Mountains. Visit any one of the six state parks in north central Arkansas. Ride an epic bike trail, fish, or canoe on the crystal clear rivers and streams. Visit unique shops and family-owned restaurants. Catch a music show or tour beautiful Blanchard Springs Caverns. Bring your camera and enjoy the scenery of the Ozark Mountains. For your free Ozark Gateway visitor guide, call 800-264-0316 or visit OzarkGateway.com. Paid for with state and Ozark Gateway funds. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple of minutes left in this noon hour before we bid Keith Merritt adieu. 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 But we'll talk more baseball with you coming up in the second hour of the program. Some other observations from last night's game. We'll check in also on SEC Media Day coming up in the second hour of the program. And a little of this, a little of that as we continue on along. But Keith, uh, I want to get your answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question. So you look at this A-State football roster. um, What player or position group do you feel like could be the most improved for this upcoming season? I'm going to pick a player and a different position group. Okay. My player is James Blackman. Okay. However, it's not so much what James himself has done in the off season. I think that the Red Wolves will stand a better chance of keeping him upright. 
And if they keep him upright, I think James Blackman is a heck of a quarterback. Yeah. I, I think he can move the offense. He got hurt last year. Yeah. Yeah, and was under tremendous pressure all year long. Yeah. The group that I think is going to see the quickest improvement are the defensive backs. Corners, safeties, sure. nickels, you know. Sometimes you have hybrid defensive back linebackers in college defenses, but with all the spread offenses you see, a 4-3-4 defense is just not around. No, anymore. not nearly as common as it used to be. I mean, you see about as many three three fives as you do. <laughs> you got to have five people in yeah. the defensive backfield, you know, because you're going to be facing at least three wide receivers. Yeah, three wide receivers, maybe an H back, maybe a tight end. Yeah. Tight ends every single year seem to have better hands. Mm-hmm. And can split out, and, you know, they can line up tight, then shift out into the slot, be big receivers. But I, I think the uh, defensive backfield will show the quickest improvement of all the position groups. With your answer of Blackman, you know, I am on board for with that for the reasons that you state, but also... You know, I, I want to continue to point out with him that that in his career as a collegiate athlete, he has never had the same op- offensive coordinator in back-to-back seasons. So I just I'm I'm until re- this year until this year. So I'm ready to see this season. You know what that continued relationship with Keith Heckendorf does for Blackman as as a quarterback because it's. It's certainly not going to hurt, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just a question help. of how much will it help. You you hear, yeah. You know, somebody likes to trot out. Always oh, a system quarterback. Everybody's a system quarterback. You can change your system to suit the abilities yeah. of your quarterbacks, but you have to have a system, and the quarterback has to know the system. I think there's a better chance of that when you keep the system in place from one year to the next. I mean, there are guys in the NFL who've never gotten any traction in their career because every year it's something new. They're on a new team. The old coach got fired. There's a new coach coming in. The system changed. They're asking to do different things. I think that's going to really help James Blackman this year is that they're asking him to do the same things they asked him to do last year. Thanks for hanging out. See you tomorrow. Keith Merritt, I appreciate him hanging out for hour one. He's about to leave us. He will return tomorrow at noon. But in the meantime, we've still got a whole another hour of show left. We'll continue to talk about this question of the day throw some more players and position groups your way we'll also of course check in on atlanta sec media days and uh, continue some of the conversation on the all-star game so that's what's on the slate for hour two hope you guys keep it right here with us we'll be back after this for more of the workday red zone
This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian you about plans to tire service. In college basketball news, the A-State men's non-conference schedule got another piece of the puzzle filled in yesterday. Thanks to UILR, the Red Bulls and Trojans will meet on Thursday, December 22nd at First National Bank Arena in Jonesboro in the first of the four-year home-and-home series between the two longtime rivals. UILR, of course, now in the Ohio Valley Conference after leaving the Sun Belt at the end of June. In baseball, Paul Goldsmith's solo homer in the bottom of the first gave the National League a 2-0 lead over the American League in the All-Star Game at Dodger Stadium in L.A. last night. But the junior circuit held the National League to just one hit the rest of the way in a 3-2 comeback win. Cardinal pitcher Ryan Helsley pitched a scoreless eighth inning, giving up a hit and striking out two. And minor league baseball, the Memphis Redbirds' Paul DeYoung named the International League Player of the Week, hitting 364 with three homers and 11 RBI in last week's action. Bringing you the best show on tires since 1963, that's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. When your stomach is growling and only the best barbecue will silence it, it's time for a trip to Shady Nook Smokers Barbecue on Parker Road between Vetcare and Cobra House in Jonesboro. Ryan at Shady Nook uses only the highest quality meats, slow smoke to melt in your mouth perfection. So tender and juicy, it's exactly what your stomach wants. When only the best barbecue will do, it's time for Shady Nook Smokers Barbecue on Parker Road between Vetcare and Cobra House. Look for the barbecue flags. Get huge savings now at Cavanaugh Ford on all Ford certified pre-owned vehicles in stock. Cavanaugh Ford is stocked full of late model, low mileage, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Go to CavanaughFord.com for our entire selection. Buying a certified pre-owned vehicle at Cavanaugh Ford gets you a great price plus added value. Like the Cavanaugh Ford Blue Advantage. That means every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has limited bumper-to-bumper and powertrain warranties, 24-7 roadside assistance, a multi-point inspection and 14-day money-back guarantee. Due to a record amount of trade-ins, we've accumulated a high volume of certified pre-owned vehicles that must be sold. We have every make, every model. You're sure to find the vehicle for you. For a great selection of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Cavanaugh Ford today. Plus, every vehicle purchased at Cavanaugh Ford comes with a maintenance plan included. Great savings plus great service equals real value. Cavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. See dealer for details. Get great new looks for your home, plus free gifts now at Gamble Home. Right now at Gamble Home, your purchase qualifies you for free gifts, including Arctic Soft back coolers, a Solo Titan or Bonfire Stove, Apple AirPods, Chromebooks, bikes, and more. Plus, you can instantly pick up a $10 gas card just for trying out a new mattress and adjustable base. Head to Gamble Home now in the Farville Curve, or take your purchase home tonight from GH Express Uptown on Highland. Shop local and take home a free gift now only at Gamble Home. Boar's Kitchen and Bath, 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Vore's Kitchen and Bath bring our skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Vore's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends, designs, and over 70 years of experience. Visit us at Vore'sKitchenandBath.com or call us at 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Vore's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, our passion. First National 
Bank is proud to present the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. This year's event is set for Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club, and entries are open now. It's a four-person scramble, and every player will walk away with a new pair of FootJoy golf shoes. To enter, go to fnbank.net slash ASPF. That's fnbank.net slash ASPF. Come swing for the green to back the blue at the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament, presented by First National Bank, Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Halfway through the day, halfway through the week, here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton with you for another hour today. Just a reminder for those of you, well, not just working outside, but if you just plan on setting foot outside your door today, don't forget to hydrate. (laughs) As we are in the first of what looks like seven straight days where we can see temperatures over 100 degrees in Jonesboro. So get your water. Get, uh, you know what's really good for... Days like this, they have those little Pedialyte powders that you can put in your water. Go get some of those if you got to be outside a lot today. i got to mow my yard later today because like an idiot, I've put it off all week until the hottest day of the week. So, yeah, Pedialyte saves lives. It does. And it and it's like delicious too, so that helps. Depends on the flavor. The strawberry flavor, really good. I think I end up with the blue one a lot. Or maybe I'm confusing that with the blue Gatorade. I don't know. Gator Light is also good, too. Just hydrate. Hydrate. Hydrate, then hydrate. Then put on some SPF 100 and then hydrate some more. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. So if you want to see if this is available in your area you can check at rightfiber.com. Uh, KavanaughCars.com question. What player or position group will be the most improved for Arkansas State football in 2022? Obviously, if we can speak it into existence, I think just about everybody would throw out the offensive line uh, because that was a unit that was kind of a makeshift unit uh, last year in terms of the fact that the the five guys that ended up closing out that season as a starting five, we're not the same five guys that A-State had going into the year. So due to departures, due to injury, that was a unit that kind of got patched together throughout the course of the season. You certainly hope for a little bit more stability. Um, it would help first things first if A-State doesn't lose a starter one week before the season starts, which is what happened last year. Um, that would certainly be big there. Of course, flashing back to last year, you know, they lost a uh, Last starting, I think, right tackle is where he was projected to play when he decided to leave the program literally the week of the season opener. So he already had one hole to fill. And then Robert Holmes, I think, moved over maybe from, from guard to tackle to fill that spot. And then what happened? Well, three weeks into the season, he had a torn ACL. But right now, that unit appears to, to be okay. And you've got some good players there. 
I mean, Ethan Miner is going to be the guy at center. He has started different parts of two different seasons at that position. So he's going to be your offensive line kind of captain. And I, I think he's ready for that. Um, there's been some good notes on him in, in the offseason. Uh, Ernie Ramirez, if you move out to the right side, was a guy that originally after last season was was going to hang him up and not use his extra year of of COVID eligibility as a, as a super senior. But he's back. So that's big is he has a lot of reps under his belt. You move out to right tackle, that's the aforementioned Robert Holmes, again, who is 100% healthy, 100% ready to go after that ACL tear early in the season last year. On the left side, you've got newcomer Makai Butler, who was a first-team All-American at Iowa Western in, in 2020. So looking forward to seeing what he will do. And then I guess the big X factor you know, Arkansas State is projected to have a redshirt freshman there at left tackle in McKylan Thomas. Now, the coaching staff loves this guy, and they have since he got on campus. And he did play last year. He played on his, um, he played in his allowed four games because, of course, you can play in four and still take the redshirt. And, and that's what Thomas did last year. But they've kind of had him at, at some different spots. I think he was a center in, in high school. And if I'm giving you wrong information, I apologize. They've thought about having him at guard, and now he's going to be there at left tackle with Andre Harris moving on to Duke. So he is just he, he is so crucial this year in the success there in, in helping to keep James Blackman upright. If we are at the end of the season and the offensive line does end up, in fact, being the most improved group, well, then, of course, that's going to pay dividends at the quarterback position. It's going to help at the running back position and just in general all over the offense. So, again, that's that's... One I want to bring up because I I am I, I want to see that happen so badly. And if this unit stays healthy, I, I do believe it will. I just believe there will be a more cohesive unit, a more talented unit than what we saw last year. And uh, health, though, is is the key because the experience level among the the twos is is light. It's very light. <laughs> Nine three zero three seven seven six, the number to call on the Ritter Communications hotline. Uh, looking around at college football news today, I'll throw out the news that we're barely going to talk about quickly, and we'll skim over that and, and move on. Did you? Did anybody even realize it was ACC media days as well? Uh, I didn't realize it until I like I saw. I always check the trending topics on Twitter, and one of them was about the ACC, yeah. and so I clicked on it, and then I saw a bunch of tweets from, like, Brad McMurphy. I was like, oh, I guess that's today. <laughs> I saw – I'm kind of with you there. I always check around and see what people are talking about in terms of college football, and I think I saw some people retweeting some Dabo comments or something along those lines. Was, was he like, wearing his stupid pink blazer today with uh, his pink hat? I did not see the fashion report from ACC Media Days. Just a, a comment or two. And to be honest with you, uh, no, no comments that I that stood out. There was nothing that I bookmarked or saved a link of where I was like, "Oh, we need to go back and, and visit this later because it's so important to to what's going on." Um, and truth be told, there is hardly ever ever anything groundbreaking that comes out at, at Media Days across any league, anyways. It's always just a little bit more about the spectacle and about getting teams together and, and asking them the same questions over and over. <laughs> but uh, regardless, it still kind of serves as, as one of the fun parts of the offseason and kind of 
flips the calendar from the offseason to the preseason. So I'm certainly, certainly not complaining complaining about media days in, in the slightest, but I just, I was a little unaware that the ACC was doing theirs. I cannot tell you where the ACC is having theirs. I was more aware of Mountain of the Mountain West having yeah. their media days this week than I was of, of the ACC. I would guess Charlotte for the ACC. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Of course, uh, the, the big one continues to be SEC media days, and it was Sam Pittman and the Razorback contingent that were up first today, bright and early. They got started at like 9.05 in front of the microphone. Um, Pittman, of course, uh, did actually talk about football in addition to just his concert slate for the summer. But like Pittman is, is a media favorite for a reason. He's very good at kind of like the everyman kind of attitude. Um, he seems like he'd be that guy that would be like a good neighbor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you see him out in 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 your neighborhood, you know, it, you could go borrow a weed eater or whatever if you needed to. You run into him at the lake, he's gonna he's gonna pull you around for a minute on the on the boat or whatever. It, it just kind of has that that good guy personality, and. So obviously, because of that, there are a lot of different comments from him today making the rounds on social media because he is a a figure that is <laughs> very uh, very liked by the media. Of course, uh, one of the comments I'm seeing is just about a, a nonsense question. That's part of the spectacle of media days as well, is seeing what media member will ask the most ridiculous or dumbest or randomest question. Uh, but Pittman was asked about Arkansas being 16-6 and six against the spread during his tenure. And his answer was just, go Hogs. And then he just moved on to the next question. <laughs> because I don't know how else you're supposed to answer that. Yeah, I don't know. He did talk about the slobbering hog on his property. Talked about giving his team bowl rings after their win over... Penn State in the Outback Bowl. He's asked why he did that and just said, quote, because I want to. And then, of course, uh, there's been several questions thrown out um, to the players as well. I guess the one, uh, one thing that's kind of of note with Pittman talking about the future, he was asked about the potential for permanent rivals, you know, with, with the fact that the SEC is obviously going to have to change its scheduling model once the newcomers come in. And... He said that playing Texas and Oklahoma annually would be, quote, pretty neat. I think Mizzou was also the team that he threw out there as Arkansas having a a permanent rivalry with. So that is not something ultimately that only Pittman will decide, though. The SEC coaches and leadership still trying to figure out exactly what that future scheduling template will look like. And then, of course, once they figure out how many games are going to play then they got to figure out how many permanent rivals are going to play and then they got to figure out who those will be so that's still a ways away from that all being decided um anything necessarily else big time of of note i'm i'm obviously not going to sit here and, and read the in entire transcript of Pittman and in his comments this morning as you can find that several places and also uh, he spent 31 minutes at the podium. So <laughs> that's yeah. that's more than half of the rest of the show. So I know you all 
can find the cliff notes on his speech. But uh, again, some a lot of a lot of positive quotes and tweets and everything else about Pittman, particularly his musical taste and his summer concerts. Like it's obviously what got my attention. I don't think I would go see ZZ Top now, though. That's the only one. You know, I would. For the fact, there's there's some musicians that, that while I am very aware of the fact that they're not going to put on a show like they did in the 70s or 80s, I still would like to say, hey, I saw this band yeah. before they quit touring or hung it up. I mean, it's not like Leonard Skinner because obviously they lost like the founding members of their band, yes. but I do feel like it'd be along those same lines of going to see ZZ Top now. I mean, they did have... A couple of years ago would have been better, yes. Yes. Because they had their one of their vocalists pass away just, just last year. Yes. So I can I can kinda understand. But I just I really like the intro to just got paid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Lagrange is also a banger. Yes. yes. So, Brown sugar's not bad either. Yeah. So I tell you what, uh, we'll go through the rest of the ZZ Top catalog during the break between Kate and I and uh, we'll hit pause here and come back. We open the phone lines and uh, talk a little bit more about the All-Star Game right after this on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. EACC's fall registration is underway now, so register today. You'll find the fall semester schedule of classes online at eacc.edu under the course schedule link. Students have the options of on-campus, online, and blended classes for the fall semester. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtual. EACC campuses in Forest City and Wynn are open for registration Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Call 870-633-4480 or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. Choose EACC where you'll find more support, a better experience, and lower tuition. Register soon. Fall classes begin Monday, August 22nd. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best-looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 Pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragool. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. 
Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEACarToday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today, because we just say yes. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. And helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. 95.9 The Wolf is once again your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. And you can hear every pitch of the 2022 season thanks to 1812 Pizza Company, Angie Gallagher of United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Flinsane Motors, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Play It Again Sports, Boars, Kitchen and Bath, Munchies, Oldham Law Firm, Branching Out Tree Service, Car Choice, Domino's Pizza, Gazaway Ace, Clark Property Insurance, Harris Ford, Legendary Supplements, The Social, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Nebo Auto Center, Craighead Electric, Jonesboro Sports Cards and Memorabilia, JT Wide Hardware and Lumber, Calmer Solutions, and Cox Implement. We are the 25%. That's a quarter of all Americans, over 61 million people with a disability. And we want a world where everyone is 100% included, just like you. Easter Seals Disability Services. We are the 25.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Rolling right along on the Workday Red Zone. 9303776 is the number to call. On the Right Fiber Hotline, what player or position group will be the most improved for Arkansas State football in 2022? That's our KavanaughCars.com question and KavanaughCars.com. The first place you should head if you are shopping for a new vehicle, but also. The first place you should head if you are selling a vehicle. Uh, They're still paying a lot right now for used vehicles because inventory is low. So if you've had one that you have been thinking about parting with, but you you haven't taken the plunge yet because you don't want to deal with randos on social media, well, you don't have to. You can find out all the information you need at KavanaughCars.com. Uh, You can figure out what uh, they'll pay you for your vehicle. You can chat with someone right there on the website. And then ultimately, what you'll do is you'll take your vehicle to Kavanaugh. And they'll give you a check. And that's it. Easy peasy. (laughs) Again, KavanaughCars.com. I want to circle back around to the All-Star game for a a moment. Because, of course, the game itself is only a part of uh, what happens during the broadcast. And I don't know. I'm trying to... Think of the last time I had a 180 on a subject or on a broadcast the way I did last night when Alec Manoa was pitching and also doing the commentary while he was on the mound. The very first batter that he faced, it was so awkward. I was like, this is the dumbest thing that Major League Baseball has done. I loved it. I thought it was great. Well, I said the first batter. And okay. I and I and I put out a comment on social media, and I spoke too soon, because once 
Manoa got into a rhythm of pitching and talking. And once, you know, uh, Davis and Smoltz in the booth kind of got in the rhythm of, of when to, to ask. It got really, really good really, really fast. I, I'm a big fan of watching players throwing gas and, and talking trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Three punches. Let's go. I mean, at one point he like threw it and he's like, what was that? Like 93, 94. And they're like, yeah. 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 And then also hearing, although it did not necessarily work out that well, uh, the commentary between between him and, and Smoltz, when Smoltz, uh, when, you know, uh, Manoa was asking the booth, hey, what pitch should I throw here to get this guy out? And Smoltz throws out, you know, back foot slider and have Manoa saying, you're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, he did not actually execute that pitch to the best of his ability as he hit the batter in the front foot. Uh, but just just that commentary I thought was was great. Um, and Manoa should have gotten, not that it's a thing, you know, obviously Stanton got the MVP MVP, but if there could have been like a broadcast MVP of that game, uh, I did really enjoy, really enjoy his inning, especially after I really thought I was not going to at all. Um, that was a really cool aspect of the game. There were other players that, that talked throughout the game, obviously, but he was, he was hands down my favorite. That was probably my favorite half inning. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty pretty interesting. Did you enjoy the broadcast overall? Uh, I enjoyed the broadcast. I got kind of bored with the game. Honestly, I turned it off after the, I don't know, like sixth inning, something like that. Because uh, I, like, I just didn't think the game was very good, but I mm-hmm. enjoyed the broadcast and all the interviews and all the kind of extra stuff they did. I miss Joe Buck a little bit. I definitely miss Joe Buck. Okay. I, I, I thought about that. Uh, a few times last night. I was trying to kind of find a good way to to articulate why because because it's not like Joe Davis is is not a bad broadcaster. He's he's a good broadcaster. He's going to have a great future. By the way, he is a super super nice guy. Uh numerous years ago, um of course before he was at Fox, he was at ESPN and he did college football. And yes, Joe Davis, the guy who called the All-Star game last night and who is going to call the World Series and multiple other games for Fox. He's called a game at Centennial Bank Stadium and uh, did a segment, I think, with, with Bobo when I was co-hosting the drive. Got to talk to Joe Davis. Super, super nice guy. But partly because he's done it so long, there is a big gameness to Joe Buck yeah. that Joe Davis does not have yet. And again, Joe Davis is 34. He can... You know, 10 years down the line, when you hear Joe Davis on the call, you're going to be like, oh, it's a big game. Got to get amped up for this. But right now, it's not quite the same. And I kind of missed Joe Buck just a little bit. Yeah, I think it's probably really going to show, like, during the World Series. Mm-hmm. That That's when it's really going to be like, dang, I miss Joe Buck. It's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. And then, of course, there are Joe Buck is so polarizing to begin with. There's still going to be plenty of people who are just like, oh, I'm so glad he's gone. I never want to hear from him again or whatever. But it is, uh, I, it's, it's just uh, a little bit of a change. And sometimes change is something that takes a little bit of getting used to. Of course, last night's, last night's game overshadowed some other news from, from Major League Baseball. Not anything significant, but of course, before the game, because it is a big MLB spectacle. There's always a Q&A with, with the commissioner. Of course, that was Rob Manfred. 
he got some heat yesterday for saying that uh, that minor leaguers get paid a living wage, which they absolutely do not. Those players do not make much over the course of the year. But I was trying to think yesterday on social media about the people that never, ever, ever, ever trend for positive reasons. And he is one of those people. If you ever see Rob Manfred's name on Twitter, there is the only day it will ever be for anything positive is when he announces he is stepping away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As the commissioner of Major League Baseball. And that's probably not going to happen anytime soon because the owners love him and he makes a boatload of money that I highly doubt he is going to be willingly walking away from anytime over the next few years. But like him and like Angel Hernandez and Joe West, if those guys are ever trending on your social media, it is never, ever, ever for anything positive. Ever. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Let me throw out one more ever. Never, ever. Or at least if there has been, I I have missed it. Uh, but Manfred's comments, just so goofy. And it just shows once again that the commissioner of, of Major League Baseball, really the commissioner of any sport, is not doing that job because they have the health or the welfare or the future of the sport in mind. They are doing it because they get paid a boatload of money by the owners to continue to bring in record profits for said owners. And that's that's it. That's it. Elsewhere in baseball news, there was a seven-footer drafted, which is not that important, but it's just kind of fascinating. I cannot imagine what it looks like on the mound when you've got Jared Beck standing up there, throwing it your way. That was on the third day. The Baltimore's drafted a lefty that is, again, seven foot tall. Beck is from St. Leo University. I'm going to let you guys Google that because I don't know. It's a Division two school. And he struck out a whole boatload of batters last season. He also pitched summer ball. For the Savannah Bananas. So practically a household <laughs> name now. But again, uh, seven foot tall. That is, a, that is a big shadow on the mound. There have been two minor leaguers that clock in at seven foot one. But it's kind of it in terms of tall or not just tall but insanely tall dudes. Uh, no, by the way, Arkansas State did not have a player drafted. Um, in the MLB draft. It was a good draft for the Sun Belt. Uh, there were not one, but two different teams that had guys go in the first round. Uh, Southern Miss had five players drafted out of the Sun Belt, but uh, not not a list that Arkansas State is on right now. Uh, the representation for the Red Wolves in professional sports right now is is about as low as it's been in a long time across the board. But more on that uh, when we come back from a break. Let's go ahead and hit pause. 9303776 is the number to call. We'll follow up on that conversation right after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, you speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. <laughs> 
When your stomach is growling and only the best barbecue will silence it, it's time for a trip to Shady Nook Smokers Barbecue on Parker Road between Vedcare and Cobra House in Jonesboro. Ryan at Shady Nook uses only the highest quality meats, slow smoke to melt in your mouth perfection. So tender and juicy, it's exactly what your stomach wants. When only the best barbecue will do, it's time for Shady Nook Smokers Barbecue on Parker Road between Vedcare and Cobra House. Look for the barbecue flag. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. You could keep telling yourself you're going to get your vehicle service, or you could just call Central Nissan today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off till tomorrow what you could do to Today. Central Nissan Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Nissan. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Nissan. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. So if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down those bars and shakes and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. Y'all, Elite Total Health is working for so many. So far, they've helped patients lose over 1,800 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey will be medically assisted and supervised by a team that will customize a plan to fit your life and your goals. They have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medicine that will help you lose weight. And most patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing like 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. So schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Appointments are available and walk-ins are welcome. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. I knew I was stuck at this kid's house for the night. I decided to just go to sleep and get the night over with. But those guys came into the bedroom and got into a massive pillow fight. Let me tell you, it's not easy falling asleep when a sweaty little kid falls on you every five seconds. Even after the lights went out, Raleigh and his friends stayed up. A bunch of them snuck up on me to try and pull the hand in a bowl of warm water trick. Well, that was enough for me. I went downstairs to sleep in the basement even though it was pitch black. I left my sleeping bag upstairs and that was a mistake. Because it was freezing. I think it was probably the longest night of my life. When the sun came up this morning, I found out the reason it was so cold. I was sleeping right by the sliding glass door, and some fool had gone and left it open overnight. That really stunk, because if I knew there was a way to escape last night, I definitely would have taken it. To read more about the sleepover, check out Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Straw by Jeff Kenney. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library, and visit read.gov. 
Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Every great once in a while I hear the drum line, I'm like, yeah, last segment. No, 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 we changed the music like a year ago. So <laughs> maybe one of these days I'll completely get that through my head. 9303776, and over on the Ride Fiber Hotline. Let's go to the hotline and check in with D Money. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, a little warm out, but other than that, it's great. Yeah, yeah. We, this is the first of like a week of this, so just continue we'll we'll go ahead and revisit the hydration conversation from from yesterday just remember to hydrate yeah yeah absolutely i mean hey you know it's a a pleasant day to go out for a stroll when you can cook your breakfast on the sidewalk there you go don't even need a uh, a steam room at your house anymore you can just sit out in the backyard yeah basically i mean you can i mean you're talking about free uh dry cleaning here (laughs) what else is on your mind today d money other than the laundry tips, uh, yeah, you're talking about the question of the day with what's going to be the most improved position group. I'm going to have to say it's hard to pick any one thing on the defense. I'm just going to say the whole defense okay. because, my God, how much worse can it get? I mean, the linebackers, I think, really are going to be highly improved with the additions of a couple transfers. But, I mean, the whole defense just really needs to – Play better. I'm just concerned again about you've got so many new faces. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to gel? You know, I mean, it's the same issue last year. So, what are we, you know, what are we going to be looking at? Yeah, and I mean, that's fair because when you look at, at the defense, you're going to have different starters in, in just about every single position group. I mean, the defensive line is going to be completely different, the linebackers are going to be completely different. I mean, you've got some consistency at corner, but but the safety depth chart is is going to be completely different. So, I mean, on on the one side, yes, you are going to be a work in progress in terms of communication and, and chemistry out there on the field. On the other hand, um, there is kind of there is a nowhere to go but up vibe with the defense last year. So, having a lot of new faces in new places is not the worst thing in the world when you were statistically one of the worst units in the country last year. Well, at times they were the worst unit. Um, I think, though, honestly, probably the most improvement I think they're going to see or need to see is going to be the linebacking core. Okay. Because the linebacking core affects so much on the defensive line as far as blitzing and then as far as the, the defensive backs dropping in the coverage. So they're really, to me, the onus should be put on the linebackers improving more than anybody. Yeah, and I think... I think that will be a a much better group this year. I'm, I'm really excited to see what Kavon Bennett is going to do there for multiple reasons. I mean, he's got, you know, he's he's been at linebacker before but played defensive end last year, and they're moving him back. But this is a young man that, that has pro aspirations. I mean, he is, a, you know, the, the son of a legendary player. He wants to follow that same path as, as his dad, and he's going to have to – He's going to have to be great this year to be able to make that happen. So I think he's got a lot of different things to play for in addition to, to, to being a defensive leader. I can't try. I forgot. That's Biscuit's son. Um, but, yeah, I, and the addition of uh, King Magatuda, or however you say his name, mm-hmm. 
from Alabama, I think is going to be another key piece of it because he is coming from a top-tier program, and he can play. I mean, the guy, if he wouldn't have been injured at Alabama, probably would have seen the field. And that's really what hurt him. And, you know, Alabama, they have really good talent. I mean, Drew Sanders, who's at Arkansas now, if he wouldn't have got hurt, he'd probably still be at Alabama. He just got surpassed by somebody else because they got an opportunity. Yeah, you've also got, uh, you know, a Houston transfer and Jordan Carmouche that's going to be in, in that group. A lot of transfers just in general that are going to be there, yep. the the linebacker unit, to to beef up that depth as well as the, the talent level, um, you know, at the in, in the – you know, the ones in the depth chart. So you've got better talent there and then better depth throughout that room. The thing I'm really curious to see more than anything is, is Blackman going to be able to stay healthy and upright this year? Yeah. Because the offensive line last year was porous. I mean, they really, they were very undersized. I mean, when I was on the field for them playing UL in Coastal Carolina last year, it looked like high school playing, you know, eighth grade, you know, high school guys playing eighth graders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I saw Hoxie's offensive line last year, and I'll be honest with you. I think they were bigger than eight states. So. It was a work in progress last year <laughs> on the, at the O-line. I, I can definitely tell you're trying to put that happy smile on this. Well, I mean, one, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of always as much as possible in the mindset of like praise the players when something good happens and and critique the coaches when something bad happens. But that unit last year, you know, you had some injury and you had some transfer stuff going on either right prior to the season and then right as soon as the season started. So it was never ever the unit that they thought they would have out there. And so you had some guys forced into roles that um, maybe they were not going to have success at. And it it was tough. I mean, it was that offensive line gave up more sacks per game than anybody else in the country. And of course, that doesn't even count your your quarterback hits. I mean, there's not a that doesn't show up in the stat column. And I know they gave up a ton, a ton, a ton of those. Yes, they did. But is why people staying at receivers, are they going to? Put him back at quarterback. No, he's at receiver. Uh, Jackson okay. Daly is, is going to be the two there. So he's the true freshman from out of uh, Des Moines that came in and was an early enrollee. So he's been on campus since January. They like him a lot. They just, you know, don't like him this year. They want him to. I'll I would be, anticipate the little redshirt. I was on the field for the spring game, and I was on the field for some of the scrimmages. And to me, I think he's better than Blackman. I really do. I know a lot of people think I'm crazy, but to me, he looked more comfortable in the pocket. And I don't blame Blackman for being happy for it, for the sheer fact that he got hit so daggum much last year. Yeah. But to me, he looked he looked like the real deal. He's a big kid. He's got a really good arm. So if he is the number two, I'm happy that he is because to me, he's going to be a quality guy in the near future. I mean, he was a guy. He was he was heavily recruited. Uh, and he was a guy that committed to Arkansas State early in the process and, and never wavered. And then, again, he, he made sure he could get on campus early to start familiarizing himself with that offense. And I'm really excited. I'm excited about his future. There's no doubt. Well, I'll tell you this much. The thing that really impressed me the most was the fact that when he came to the line, he had command of the offense. I didn't see any hesitation in him. 
I didn't see any, uh, uh, is this going to be it? Um, I'm not sure. He got to the line, called his audibles, called his check, and he went to work. Yeah. And that, for me, a true freshman coming in, playing spring ball, and having that kind of command is very, very impressive. Agree with you on that, so, no doubt. But other than that, everybody stay cool out there. Try not to uh, wilt away and get the vapors and all that good stuff. Noted. Thanks, D-Money. Have a great day. You too. 9303776, the number to call. Just flashing back at uh, Jackson Daly, of course, the backup quarterback, his, his recruiting profile. And, I mean, it's just as impressive now as it was when he, <laughs> when he signed to come to Arkansas State. Had, had, a, had a Michigan offer. Had an Iowa State offer. And then also, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's smarter than you and I are. He had a Princeton offer. <laughs> I, did, I did not have one of those out of high school. And then also Rice, Buffalo, Western Kentucky. And in addition to that, we know that Jackson Daly is a very solid recruiter because he went out and got one of the nation's top prospects on the Arkansas State campus and in Caden Proctor. And yes, Proctor, of course, has since committed elsewhere, but that I, I can't think of another time in program history where Arkansas State has had one of the top five high school players on, on, on the campus. Yeah. So uh, really looking forward to Daly's future here. But in the meantime, I, I do anticipate this being a significantly better season for black men. I, I don't want to see Daly this year, to be honest with you, except for, you know, I, I want to see Daly in in four different mop-up games. You know, I, I, I would like to see him have a season of red shirt and, and marinate a little bit in uh, being a collegiate athlete and, and everything that entails from the playing aspect to the, the practice aspect to the leadership aspect to the classroom aspect. Would, would prefer to be talking not so much about daily this season, but a whole, whole, whole lot about him next year. Nine three zero three seven seven six again is is the number to call. Part of the break I mentioned briefly uh, about you know a state players in the pros, and um, that is a story we'll start following a little bit more over these next few weeks because NFL teams start reporting today. Of course, we know Demario Davis is is still with the Saints. He is a team captain, has been a team captain, is a leader there in New Orleans, is going to be one of the better linebackers in all of the NFL. I've already seen him on a couple different lists. Somebody has him at number two. Somebody has him at number six in terms of NFL linebackers this year. I expect another great season for him. I'm looking forward to seeing what, what J.D. McKissick does. Uh, he had one of the more interesting off-seasons. Of course, he, uh, he was um, in, in a free agent situation and thought he was going to Buffalo. I was very excited about that with their success there, with their quarterback there and, and Josh Allen and just how that partnership would look. And I was I was excited for J.D. And then J.D. decided he would rather remain in Washington. So uh, how will that pan out for McKissick? But when you look at other players, just a, a reminder of where everybody is in terms of guys trying to make rosters. Omar Bayless is with Kansas City. Kirk Merritt is with New Orleans. And then in addition to that, uh, you have got, man, my mind just, it's like a blank sheet just went across my mind. You've got Jojo Izugu in Tampa Bay. That's the name that I was kind of grasping at there. And then uh, I'm curious to see in the next few weeks with these teams reporting, if we see Chris Odom land anywhere, if we see Jay Adams land anywhere, maybe even Cody Brown, who had another good, who had a good season with USFL. So that is, uh, those are the stories to watch. Those are the players to search for 
as teams start reporting in the NFL for camp. Uh, anything else? I'm kind of looking over the sheet here. Let's hit pause. We've got one more break to take, one more time for me to gather our thoughts. We'll come back and wrap things up on a, uh, on a Wednesday on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. First National Bank is proud to present the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. This year's event is set for Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club. And entries are open now. It's a four-person scramble, and every player will walk away with a new pair of FootJoy golf shoes. To enter, go to fnbank.net slash ASPF. That's fnbank.net slash ASPF. Come swing for the green to back the blue at the 5th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. Presented by First National Bank, Thursday, August 18th at Paragol Country Club. This is a story I'm going to tell on myself. I served on a state commission for several years, and we met somewhere around the state once a month. One time, Gail and I were going to Lake Norfolk, and from there, going to a meeting in Fort Smith. Traveled a few hours to Fort Smith, and Gail called her friend to see if they were there, and they said, the meeting is next week. I missed the message. Five and a half hours later, we were back home. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us Best Roofing Company in the Best of NEA Contest and Premier Magazines Contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms, and with that comes storm-chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with a locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at Roof I was having problems growing grass in my yard. Tried all remedies. Nothing. Finally, Richard Groves from Branching Out Tree Service said my trees weren't allowing grass growth. What? They needed trimming. And yep, trim back the trees, more grass. If you have problem growing grass or you need a tree consultation, contact Richard for a free estimate, 870-847-6040. 847-6040, and he will treat you right. Branching out tree service. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. The strength of America, our values, our way of life hasn't just been won on the battlefield. It's won every day in our communities when we come together, extending hands of compassion, service, and hope to those who need it most. For over 100 years, the American Legion has been strengthening communities across our nation by providing life-saving help and support to our veterans and neighbors during times like we're facing today. It's what the Legion's all about. From blood drives to distributing food 
From responding to emergencies and protecting the most vulnerable among us, our mission is making America's community stronger. We are one family, and therefore, we care. We are the American Legion, veterans strengthening America. To learn how you can help, visit legion.org. A hundred years ago, there were a hundred thousand tigers in the wild. Today, there are as few as 3,200. The Earth's wild animals can't speak up when they need help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. I'd home stretch on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you here for a, another segment. Billy Napier, the most recent SEC coach to grace the stage in Atlanta. Not really sure if I see any notable notable news or quotes from him. As it is day three of SEC Media Day. They'll wrap things up tomorrow. Stop hogging the spotlight. I said that jokingly again. I, I did not see a single notable quote come out from ACC Media Day. Maybe there no. is some and, and we're just ignoring it, but but that's all right. Uh, looking around at some other news and notes again, there's not a single game on the slate today. There will be, I think, either six or seven MLB games tomorrow. And so we'll, we will get started back into a, a little bit of sports news, especially since a handful of those are day games. So we can uh, just do play-by-play for the duration of the Workday Red Zone tomorrow. Maybe not. We actually definitely will not do that. But uh, elsewhere with some uh, baseball headlines and, and notes, um, it's not that I was stalling on bringing this up today, but I'm just still trying to maybe temper my own personal expectations and trying to decide if this is actually something I want to see play out or not. But over the past few days, there have been some interesting rumors regarding Juan Soto and his landing spot. If you missed it prior to his win at the Home Run Derby and and last night's game, um, Soto said no to what would have been like a history-making contract from the Nationals. like $440 million, 15 years, something just absolutely insane. Insane. Said no. Because of that now, he's on the trading block, and he is, of course, one of the best young players in Major League Baseball. You look at everything that that Soto has already done in his very brief career. He's already had, he was the runner-up for the the Rookie of the Year award his first season in baseball. Um, Additionally, you know, he's finished in the top five of the MVP voting, I think, in back-to-back seasons. His his batting average right now is is not necessarily stellar. It's fine. It's two fifty, but his on base percentage is four hundred. A couple seasons ago, the guy had an OBP of, of almost five hundred. He was getting on base one out of every two times he got up to the plate. I mean, those are just insane numbers, and he is going to be possibly the biggest name traded at the trade deadline. And the only reason I say possibly is because the Nationals are going to want the sun, the moon, Jupiter and all of its moons, and three additional galaxies for Soto in a trade. I mean, yeah. the, asking, the asking price is going to be astronomical. But it's relevant here in this part of the country because 
the Cardinals are widely speculated as being one of the teams that have the best shot at him. Most recently, you know, you look around at some some organizational rankings, and the Cardinals have six or seven of the top 100 prospects right now in Major League Baseball. They've got some talent that they could possibly give away, but it's not going to take a, a little bit of talent. It's going to take some of their top, top, top tier guys to be able to pull that off. And I personally am a Cardinals fan are very conflicted about this because again, one, the, the asking price is going to be astronomical. But then two, it does not address the Cardinals' biggest need unless all of a sudden Juan Soto has been pitching behind the scenes and nobody is aware of it. Of course, the chances of that being the case are, are less than zero. So you've got these reasons why why you shouldn't, right? Doesn't address team needs, going to cost a fortune. But then it's Juan Soto. And this isn't a super short-term rental. You would have him for the end of 22. You would have him for 23. You would have him for all of 24. Before he hits free agency. And a lot of times in the past, the Cardinals have been good about getting the guys that they have traded for to sign long-term deals. Now, if they did pull off this trade and then did offer Soto a long-term deal, just looking at what he said no to from the Nationals, it would end up becoming the the highest-priced deal in franchise history. But is Juan Soto. He is going to do incredible things to whatever lineup he eventually ends up in. Uh, There was an article from CBS Sports that had the Cardinals at the top of the potential landing spots. I think uh, the odds makers have the Cardinals fifth or sixth in terms of of teams that could possibly pull this off. But, of course, this is also not going to be in a vacuum. There are going to be multiple teams that are looking for Soto and his services. So, um, again, I, I think I just threw out the cons to stop myself from getting excited about it. Because how in the world could you potentially not be excited about a player of this caliber somehow landing on your team? It would it would change up the equation for any team right now in baseball that had any kind of uh, postseason hopes. So, that being said, no news today. I uh, did not bring this up at the end of the show because there's different rumors or there's anything else like that out there. Uh, again, this is this is a crazy, crazy quiet day around baseball and, and all of professional sports. So uh, the big thing to keep an eye on tonight, if you are into it, is the ESPYs. It's like the only thing on TV. You guys will. Yeah, can't say I'll be watching that. Yeah, you guys are going to have to tell me how that goes. Again, I, yeah. might, I might try and watch uh, some snippets of Dick Vitale who is going to receive the Jimmy V Award. But yet at the same time, I don't particularly like to sit at my house and cry by myself either. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be, be a tearjerker. It's going to be a bunch of jokes that aren't funny. And then, you know, it's going to be the same type of acceptance speech that you see at every award show. Is anybody even hosting this thing? Uh, I don't even know. Okay. I don't know either. That's that's the level of research we've done into this year's essay. Who was it that, uh, when Peyton Manning hosted that one year, uh, Right after Kevin Durant went to Golden State and then made the Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook joke because they were both in the audience. That was actually funny. Because it was so awkward? Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> I uh, I don't think Peyton is hosting tonight, unfortunately. Well, then I'm definitely not watching. All right. Fair enough. We'll, uh, we'll be back tomorrow and not recap the, the ESPYs. We'll have some actual games to talk about tomorrow, though, so uh, that's exciting. We'll also have Keith Merritt in studio with us for Hour 1. Appreciate him joining us today, as well as all of you for tuning in, commenting, calling, texting, tweeting, all of that. Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning at 7 for The Front Row with Budro, followed by RWRC Radio at 10. And then, of course, we'll be back on the Workday Red Zone at noon. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great afternoon.